0: Hello and welcome to episode twenty-two of my Freelance Life, a podcast from the team here at Milo. I am Preston and with me on the air, as always, is my friend Andy. Hey Andy, how you doing? Hello, doing good, thanks. Good, man. Andy just got back from a big trip, which we're going to talk about a little bit later in the episode. So I'm happy to have him back on the air. It's been a few weeks since we've talked. And if you've listened to the show before, you know that Andy quit his job to start working for himself full time. And this show is a weekly check-in between me and Andy to see what really happens when you decide to start being your own boss. You'll find show notes for this episode and all other episodes at FreelanceLifePodcast.com. Today's episode of My Freelance Life is sponsored by Scout Puppy. If you've tried pay-per-click advertising for your business with little success or you've been burned by unethical daily deal sites promising to promote your business, then you should drop those and become a Scout Puppy local trusted merchant. Scout Puppy builds you a one-page standalone website hosted on their platform. They write all of the content, add pictures, videos, links back to your website or social media and tons of strong keywords. They submit your new one-page website on steroids, over 200 search engines. And just to be sure your business stays high in the search engines, they write you an industry-specific blog post every three months. Listeners of this show can enter promo code ANDY50 for 50% off and save half of their first month subscription at ScoutPuppy.com. Just click the Add Business button in the menu bar, enter ANDY50 at checkout, and get started growing your local business today that's scoutpuppy.com. Okay, enough with that. I am uh, I'm anxious to hear Andy how you've been doing. How your trip went. Um and, and just just how life's been treating you, man. I feel like uh, we we've talked like every week for the last, I don't know, 6 months or something and now uh, I haven't heard from you for for a few weeks. So how are you doing?
1: Yeah. Well, first of all, you said something in the in the intro that I think was different. Did you say this time I, I feel like this was the first time where you didn't say Andy recently quit his job
0: <laughs> yeah I'm trying to phase that out yeah yeah, yeah good I yeah, mean that's...
1: I feel like we've we've graduated into something else
0: <laughs> we've moved on from recently
1: which is actually quite apropos because I know I was thinking about it yesterday talking to someone and just barely passed the one year anniversary of leaving. My job wow. just four, well now, five days ago.
0: Congratulations. Yeah. That's a huge deal, man.
1: Yeah. So we stayed alive, afloat, uh, more or less,
0: <laughs> for one year. <laughs> that is killer. Congratulations. Seriously, that is that is a huge deal.
1: Thank you. It is kind of exciting I mean, to think about.
0: Yeah. Like if you can do it for one year and you kind of feel like you can do it forever, right? Yeah.
1: Like when you're packing for a trip and it's like if I can have enough clothes for a week, then I have enough clothes indefinitely.
0: I just have to, <laughs> just we, have to find a washing machine or something, perfect right? analogy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I mean, how are you how are you feeling? Like you're a year into it. You're so I guess it's like the you know, the question isn't can you do it? The question now is, do you plan to keep doing it? Should you be doing it? Do you Ooh. enjoy it enough to keep doing it? I mean, how are you feeling about the whole thing?
1: Yeah, that's a that's a good way to put it. Um, so yeah, it, I think it's, it's clear to me now that it can be done. And like you said, so now the question being, do I want to keep doing it? Yes, definitely. This is in my mind, highly preferable to the alternative of, of having a, a standard nine to five job. Um, I definitely prefer it. I also just really enjoy the work I do. Like it's fun and it, it engages me and it's challenging and and I I do I want to do it? Yes. Um do I think I'll keep doing it? Yes. Is there still stuff I need to work on? Absolutely. Cause there's I mean, even though I've been doing it for a year, I wish I was more consistent with it. That I wish I could. Um, I kind of just go through periods of like really diving in and and working a bunch, and then periods where I'll do very little work wise for the course of a week or or whatever and so I think though it's nice that there is the flexibility to do that and to let the the work kind of match maybe like the ebb and flow of like my energy levels or whatever. But I do kind of want to have it be a little bit more consistent and predictable. Maybe that would kind of ease some stressors to have it a bit more predictable as much as it can be really.
0: Yeah. And I think pairing the predictability with the lifestyle I'm finding is sort of my goal. It's like, if I can, if I can rely on, you know, X amount of money every month, and I can also some some months work my tail off and other months you know yeah do the opposite do something else, go on a trip or do what do whatever I want or need to do outside of work uh yeah that I think that is to me sort of the the ultimate like what you would call freedom because freedom isn't just like doing whatever you want and then suffering the financial consequences in my mind freedom is is like having that sustainability and the predictability like you said, but then also in addition to that. At the same time as that, being able to do the things that you want to do in terms of everything outside of work.
1: Yeah, exactly. And I mean, anyone has has that freedom. The the first one you said, well, that you said wasn't actually a freedom. That everyone right. has that, where you can just make decisions and suffer the That's true. financial That's consequences. True. That's right. You could just not go into work if you want. So yeah, I I agree with you that it's it's more than that. It's being able to have that flexibility and still be doing just fine or at least it's it's a, something that you don't have to like uh, i don't even know what i'm saying i agree <laughs> yeah
0: <no. laughs> I, I know what you mean yeah totally well that's that's awesome man congratulations you're um i'm curious if i can ask uh how brittany is feeling about it your your wife i mean yeah uh, um she's part of this journey obviously as well so
1: yeah definitely and i think that we're we're on the same page with these things that she definitely prefers this to the alternative though there have been a number of times in the last few months where um, she's talked about the idea of getting a job because we might be, you know, staying in this area for a while. And, and we also want to um, save up a lot of money to pay off some things Mm. and also just to, start banking some saving some away and so she's talked about getting a job potentially cuz she was thinking you know if we're going to be here for like another year it would be nice cuz there is something about having a job where you get just a predictable amount every every yeah. week and it's in yep. and it does kind of add up fast um it it can at least mentally it like the way it comes in as opposed to freelancing where it may or may not come in that fast. And, yeah. and so she's talked about doing that just so we, to add some like consistent, um, income to help with those things. We haven't done it yet. And like we, she's talked about it a couple of times and we've talked about specific job postings out there or whatever. And it's just, it's just kind of painful to think about having to go back to that, to think like, <laughs> Oh, in the morning I would have to get up and I have to go to work and I'd have to do that day in and day out yeah, it'd be nice to have something consistent or like a supplement to this, but it's also, it's painful to think about having to do.
0: (laughs) You know, what's more, almost more painful to me is, I don't know why, maybe maybe I have like, Uh, acceptance issues like I wasn't accepted as a child or something but um (laughs) but not not to say my parents anyway that's whoa that just got really deep what I'm trying to say is like I guess like fitting in in school or whatever I get the anxiety around like interviewing for me is just off the charts like I like yeah the idea of like taking a resume in and like sitting down which is which is weird, like sort of stepping outside myself. And 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 I mean, I like to talk to people. I feel like I'm a decent people person. I communicate fairly well. I mean, you yeah, know, I'm not like stuttering just... over myself all the time in the podcast. So like, I I, I, I there I go stuttering. I uh, I <laughs> I tend to like communicate fairly well, so I should feel okay about it. But there's something about like not being accepted or or people judging me. I don't know what it is, man. But the anxiety around. I hate that the idea of interviewing for a job almost more than I hate the idea of of like punching a clock once I get a job.
1: That's that's really interesting. I I would not have thought that about you because you are definitely gregarious and charismatic. I wouldn't have thought that that would put you out of your comfort zone.
0: So weird, right? Yeah. So I have to ask this question. I I, uh, I co-host another show that maybe a few listeners are aware of. Um, also produced by. Milo, uh it's called side gig and i i co-host the show with two friends of mine ryan and ian and ryan uh one of the most talented guys that i know he uh started he he did you know as you can guess from the name of the show uh, you may know andy and some listeners may know as well we talk all about side hustles and how to grow a side hustle and and all that sort of thing he grew his side hustle to a point that he quit his job and started doing that full time and then and then he got a freelance client who loved him so much that they made him an offer that he basically couldn't refuse. And he ended up taking a full time job again with one of his freelance clients because the numbers made so much sense and he loved working with them. And like he just could not refuse. It was still like a remote position. He had lots of flexibility with the schedule. So there were lots of pluses, right? He yeah. couldn't refuse the offer. I guess a year into this, like, are you. If the perfect company came along, made you an offer, kind of like someone made Ryan, I mean, what are, what are the odds that you you would take it? And I guess, I guess what are you, are you sort of willing to give up what you've done this far? Not that you give it up entirely, I suppose. And I totally respect and understand Ryan's decision. We get into it in, in uh, season three, episode one, if, if people want to go listen. But uh, I'm just curious where you're at. Like if that opportunity came along, what would you f- be feeling? Today's episode is sponsored by Poster Burner. You know, on the show, we talk quite a bit about Andy's travels around the world as a work-from-anywhere freelancer, and we've shared with you some of the incredible pics Andy and his wife have taken while traveling together, and, and we all have these kinds of photos on our phones or on our cameras or maybe posted on our social media accounts, but have you ever wanted to turn one of those perfect photos or perfect memories into something real that you can see every day? Well, PosterBurner.com turns your photos into amazing large prints. Imagine walking into your room and seeing that perfect family photo or vacation picture on your wall. Posterburner.com is easy to use, it's affordable, and the quality is truly top notch. They make amazing posters, and when they say amazing posters, they don't just mean like those flimsy posters you see in stores. This is super thick premium photo paper, and you can get a 24 by 36 movie size poster for less than 20 bucks. They also make premium canvas prints, metal prints, decals, stickers, banners, and a whole bunch more. You can go to posterburner.com slash Andy today and you'll get an additional 10% off your first order. That discount applies to every type of print they offer. Again, that's posterburner.com slash Andy.
1: Well, that's a very interesting thing. Interesting you should mention that because I, I haven't received an offer, but and this wasn't recently, it was a few months back, maybe we even talked about it, but I don't think we did, Um, that I was looking at some of the companies of the products that I often use, aside from Google Sheets, Airtable and, and Zapier are two products that I often use and I help clients set up and everything. And so I'm very familiar with them. I I love the products, the services they offer, and they just kind of have a cool uh, feeling about them too, like the way that they run things and kind of the the style and and whatnot. And so I don't remember why, but I maybe because there was just like a link on the page when I was there, and it had a listing of jobs, and I looked at it, and I was like, hmm, that would be kind of fun to work for a place like this. And um, Zapier is. I think hundred percent remote. And, and so I looked at that and I was like, I use this all the time. I feel like I'd know it fairly well. Like I could at least have a shot at like an entry level thing, not a, not like a product design or a engineering, but like customer support or something. Cause that's essentially what I do now is I am like a third right, party yeah. customer support really. And so I thought, I don't know, this would be kind of fun. It's remote. It would pay well. It would be a chance to, you know, associate with a lot of interesting people, I'm sure. They have these great, you know, company retreats where they bring everyone together from their remote places. They pay for your work setup, your workstation and everything. And I thought, I don't know, I kind of... And it was really tempting. And it and it still is sometimes because um, I, I just like... I like the company a lot and what they do and everything, but I, I obviously didn't apply. Well, I guess that's not obvious. I didn't get the job. That's obvious. And I didn't, I didn't yeah. apply though. And I don't know. I, I would still consider it, but I'm not, there's still something about it. And it's to me, the being remote is only, is only part of the picture and it's not even half of the picture. I don't think, I mean between like remote and flexibility over schedule, I think remote is part of it, but way more important to me is the flexibility because if I had a job and I worked remotely for a company, I would still have to like sign in at at this time and sign out at this time and be available all that time to be, to be talking with, with, whoever, the customers or internal team members. And that may not always be true. I think there are probably some places where you can casually go about your day and you don't have to be on call as it were. But anyway, so yes, I have thought about that. I've looked into it even, but it just, it hasn't, I guess, like you said, if it was something he couldn't refuse, he felt that way. Maybe I just haven't seen something yet that I just couldn't refuse, but I don't, I can't imagine it, what that would be right
0: now. Well, and his whole argument, which I totally understand and respect is like, he just, he knew there was so much to learn from this founder. He was going to work directly with the CEO. And like, you know, he, if he eventually wants to start a company that's similar, not in terms of the industry, but just like a startup or a tech startup or something, he was like, man, I could learn a lot from this guy. Like there's lots of upside, even in addition to a steady paycheck. Uh, you know, they made him all these offers that were amazing, but I think what really put it over the top for him, if I can put words in his mouth is like, it was just a great opportunity to learn and to improve rapidly to sort of on someone else's dime. So it, it's interesting. It's interesting that you bring that up. I, uh, I, you know, we've talked about on this show before sort of the Chris Gillibeau, uh, mentality, which is if you were employable before you're employable again, like, For people who are considering quitting Uh their job, like if you, if you got a job before, you know, try freelancing or whatever you want to try. And if it doesn't work out, you can go get a job again. If you were employable before you're employable again. And I, I think what we don't often talk about, at least I don't often talk about is like if you were able to work for yourself before, you can work for yourself again. And we just tend to get so caught up in like, if I take this job, it's just, it's the rest of my life or it's, you know, a decade of my life. And it doesn't have to be that way. You can take a job and work there for a year or two. And then, uh, and then move back to freelancing or move to something else. Life is yeah, I think exactly. a lot more fluid than maybe sometimes ways. we give it credit for. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah, that's that's an interesting way because I've definitely thought about it the other way. The you can, like you said, you, if you're employable once, you're employable again. If I want to stop freelancing and go back to a job, I could. I mean, I'd have to go through the process like anybody, and I'd have to, you know, deal with trying to find jobs and applying and all that jazz. And it might be difficult and the job market might be even radically different than it was when I left. But I mean, theoretically, I'm employable. Again, I've thought about that plenty of times and there's some comfort in that. But I haven't thought about it the other way before that people who are freelancers who are enticed by a job, like you can always go back to freelancing. And you might, again, just like the job market might have changed, the the gig market might have changed since you last left. And you might have to somewhat start over to build up your client base or your um, your your profile. If you're on a site like Upwork, you might have to do something to get back to being a really like top of the search results type of person. But you can always go back.
0: Yeah, that's true. Some momentum, you know, there might be some momentum that gets lost and that sort of thing. But I, yeah, I, I just, uh, I, I really respect Ryan for making that decision. I think it, it was probably a really hard decision to make because I know that's his ultimate goal is to work for himself entirely. Uh, so I just thought it was an interesting juxtaposition and, uh, and it's interesting to know that you've looked in into it as well, or at least sort of entertained the idea, not, Maybe as extensively as as other people have, but uh, but you've definitely looked into it. So I want to I want to uh, jump over and talk about. It's been a few weeks since we talked, and uh, that is because you have been in Trinidad, right?
1: Yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, that was a a couple weeks ago. Yes. Yeah, in Trinidad. Yeah,
0: and then we we had a a week of recovery, I guess, <laughs> or something catching Which, up, sort of.
1: That. I thought of that earlier in our discussion um, when we were talking about how sometimes some months you do a ton and some months you like don't do as much. And um, and I was thinking about it after a trip. It, I mean, there's really only two to go off of right now, that are two major trips. But I come back and you'd want to just like jump right back in because you have to catch up for the time that you weren't working while away. But I find that it's that when i come back from a trip i'm kind of in like a in like a low spot and it's and it takes me a while like i have an extra adjustment period before i really get into freelancing again for the for my our europe trip um back in the spring and then for this trinidad trip as well i had that
0: that's really interesting i've experienced something similar it's it's kind of like i don't have like monday morning syndrome anymore which I'm sure everybody who's ever had a job that they didn't like is is familiar with where basically on Sunday night you kind of start dreading like, okay, and in a few hours I'm going to bed. And when I wake up, it all starts over again. And I, I haven't had that as much because uh, my days are a lot more similar now and I'm a lot more excited about the work that I'm doing and that kind of thing. But I have noticed after I take a big trip well i shouldn't say big i haven't taken a big trip like to europe like you have but after after i take a few days and go on a trip or something you know my wife and i went to vegas for almost a week uh, i took almost a week off for a big family reunion thing that we did and um after after that you you sort of yeah i don't know i come back and i i want to get stuff done but it's like it takes me a little more time to ramp up yeah. for for some weird reason i wonder if it's because Because we can, like if you have a job and you go back to
1: work the next day, like you're there, you're going to be getting stuff done. And by doing stuff, it kind of like gets you back into it. You can start building that momentum again. But if you don't have to, then it's kind of a dangerous thing. If you don't like have to get going the very next day, then it's easy to like keep that vacation mindset and you, you have to, you have to like very specifically and intentionally like pull yourself out of it and start which for some people might not be an issue but
0: yeah and but, i'm not like, sure it's all bad you know to to yeah. ramp up more slowly instead of like kill yourself the first day back but it is interesting that we've both kind of experienced that okay so tell me tell me about tell me about trinidad you went down for for what and, and uh, how it, long were you there
1: it was for a wedding uh my wife went to culinary school after she went to university and one of her friends there, they were, it was out in Boston. And one of her friends there was from Trinidad. And so she was getting married. And so we went out there to go to her wedding and it was so much fun. It was, it was a wonderful wedding, a beautiful wedding. And we got to spend time with, with my wife's friend and before a little bit and after a little bit. And then we went to Tobago. The the country is Trinidad and Tobago. And so Tobago is this other Island and it's a, a real short flight to just get over to Tobago. So afterward, after the wedding and the, all the wedding festivities and everything, we went over there for a couple days and then we, we flew home, but it was, it was really fun. It was it was different than other trips because we so much of it was planned and like arranged by someone who lives there. Right. So we weren't often just like wandering out on our own and picking our what we were like going to do with do, our right? days.
0: Sort of like to be a little more spontaneous.
1: Yeah, which is what yeah definitely what we we've always done before. I mean we've we've visited some friends in other places before, but this one was like. Almost the entirety of the trip was was around that, and that was really kind of fun to just go somewhere new and not have to worry about so much of all the the planning things, and just go and hang around with with people who are from there and who who understand the place, and like you, we could just talk to them about it, and just it was like hanging out with a big group of friends, but just friends that I hadn't met until
0: right then, and and it just <laughs> happened really cool. to be on an Island in the Caribbean. And it it was really fun. That's really, really fun. I, I saw the pictures, you know, a few pictures on Instagram of the wedding and stuff. And it just looked like incredibly magical, like the, just the ocean and the lights and the decor, just everything was seemed perfect.
1: Yeah. It felt like,
0: like it was just a good, like classic,
1: really fun, really beautiful wedding. Yeah. And we went, Oh, I don't have this ready yet, but we went on a, on a boat trip, the, was it the day before or two days before? No, it was one day before the wedding. Like a a bunch of the people, especially those who had flown in from the US because the bride and groom both had spent time in the US either when they were growing up or for school or whatever. And so there were a lot of people who flew in for the wedding. And so we all went on this boat trip and, and they, they chartered this boat and went kind of up the coastline well they they call it down the islands in trinidad so we went down the islands oh, okay. and but we took our our drone with us we have a little drone and we flew it around the boat and took these really cool shots of where it is there on the on the water and so i'm going to put together a, a little video of what that was like and and maybe it'll be ready by the time we we publish this. Yeah, this
0: episode. Yeah. Be sure to if check not. out freelance life podcast.com for show notes to all the episodes. Hopefully by the time this airs, we can, we can have at least maybe at least some photos, right? Uh, if you don't mind sharing those Andy. Yeah,
1: they're actually, so the photos, um, Brittany, my wife does a great job of putting those on our Instagram. We have a, like a traveling Instagram called the colorful map. And I think I mentioned it before for our Europe trip. And she puts them on after the fact, like live. Oh, she right. does the yeah, stories yeah, and things. So you can keep keep up on things live through that. But then usually she does the actual posting, like the permanent post on Instagram after the fact. So actually right now all the Europe stuff is going up. Yeah, and, which I've been seeing. Yeah. And yeah, so we'll have that stuff there and then eventually I'll I'll put together that video from the boat trip and things.
0: Cool. So follow at colorful map, right? Is that the handle? Ooh.
1: I think it's the color, the, the colorful mat. I'm going to check right now because I should know that.
0: <laughs> All right, you double check that, and then uh, while you're while you're checking, I have to ask like how work played a role in this trip. Did you, you know, did you have to postpone any projects? Did you work while you were gone? Did it sort of did your freelancing life and your awesome traveling wedding life get sort of intertwined at any moment? Or
1: okay first of all, it is the colorful map, the colorful map.
0: Okay.
1: Um, so let's see, there were, uh, there, I mean, it wasn't that long of a trip. I think we were gone for 10, nine or 10 days. So beforehand, there were a couple things that needed to be paused momentarily, but it wasn't a big deal. It was just like, Hey, I'm going to be gone for a week more or less. and, and, And it went fine. Did I work while I was there? I feel like I had, there was something I did like on the first day or two that we got there or maybe even on one of our layovers on the way down. I remember working on a little project um, just to finish something up. But I I didn't really work at all while we were there aside from that, which may have been even on the way down. But um, so yeah, there were a couple projects that were Kind of on hold, and I'm picking up again now, um one of them was actually i I had this really cool client from maybe a month ago we we first connected, and it was really awesome talking to them. They hired me at my posted rate and and seemed fine to pay for that, like that they were valuing what I could offer that much and it was it was really promising um, we talked, and they had. A lot of potential projects to work on. It was going really well. I I got one of them ready for him, and then I didn't hear from him for a while. And it was I was kind of I was kind of sad because I wanted it to to go somewhere. And I even had a note yeah. to to go out and follow up with them proactively later on. But then after I got back from the trip, they wrote to me and said, "Hey, are you there?" okay, sorry, I've been gone so long, blah, blah, blah. And then it actually, <laughs> this is not good. I should have been able to reply quicker. And and I don't remember why I didn't. Oh, I actually remember part of it. Yes, because while we were there, I'll try to make this quick, that um, my phone died on like the very last day because I pushed its oh, water no. resistance to the limit, which I've, I've been pretty... Um, I definitely like abuse phones in terms of water. Once I found out they were water resistant and I've gotten away with a lot of things so far, but this time it just went too far and my phone died. So when I got home, I had to get it replaced. And, uh, when I did, I get downloaded, I had the backup and everything. So it downloaded all my apps, but, Even when they download again, you have to open them up and re-sign in on some of them. And Ah, so I hadn't yet done that on Upwork, so I wasn't getting notifications. And I was, like we said, it was that adjustment period after. And I wasn't like proactively going out to check my messages. I was just, because I'm used to just only addressing them when they come in as a notification. Yeah. Anyway, so... I hadn't heard from this person as they were writing back to me and then luckily they emailed me and they, and he said something like, Hey, I'm really sad that I thought this was going to go <laughs> somewhere great. Or, I mean, that's not exactly how he said it. And you're like, I thought like it really, was too. <laughs> it was, he was like, Hey, I, I was hoping, you know, that we would have been able to keep working together. It was going well and he said but i might have to get someone else are are you there something to that to that effect and so i replied and i was like yes yes i'm here and then i saw the other messages and and realized that he had kind of gone dark for a while and then i went dark for a while and they were just un uh un oh, man i'm struggling with talking today I just like <laughs> it was fun. unfortunately, wow, there we go it was they were unfortunately adjacent our our periods are going dark, so but anyway, I'm back working with that client, and um seem he seems really happy. I'm definitely enjoying these projects, and hopefully you know a lot more can come from this, so that was a long answer to your question, but yeah, some things were put on hold, but there was nothing like really really major going on i I feel like the workload was kind of light leading up to the trip so you
0: didn't feel like you had to like stay up late after all the weddings festivities and no definitely not project i
1: I didn't work at all like that there
0: yeah that's incredible that's good it'll be interesting to see like you know in the u.s right now it's summertime and so people tend to do more trips and be gone more and so your client was gone and then you were gone and it'll be interesting to see like if that's a consistent thing that happens in the summer if it's just harder to to sort of get through a project more quickly with people, or if it's that was just a fluke or something. So only time will tell, I suppose. But
1: yeah. And one of my other clients um, is a school in the in New York. It's a, a charter school. And so they have been kind of like because the people that I would be working with, the administration and some of the teachers, they kind of just take a couple months off. And so we'll probably pick some things back up in a few weeks as well. Ah, uh, that makes sense. Yeah.
0: Cool. Well, good man. Uh, great chat today. It's welcome. Welcome back. By the way, <laughs> I've told you Thank off you. the air, but uh, welcome back. Excited to have you back, and uh, it was great to to chat and catch up. And and once again, congratulations on you know passing the year mark. Such a such an amazing thing you've done. Like really, congratulations to you and. And bravo for for having the guts to do it. First of all, to to up and quit, like I've said a couple of times, I I was let go, so it was it kind of is not kind of it's completely different in my mind. Having the guts to sort of say I'm going to do this, I'm going to try this, and then not only that, but you've made it work for a full year. And I just I my you know hats off to you, completely.
1: Well, thank you. I it's been awesome, and and it's thanks a lot to to my wife as well because she's. When, when I left my job, she also started working a little remotely. And so mm-hmm. it's it was the two of us together that have been able to make it work so far. And But I, yeah, it's an awesome an awesome anniversary to have.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. Well, okay. Well, thanks. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll talk again soon. But before we jump off the air today, I just want to remind all the listeners that show notes for this episode and all other episodes can be found at freelancelifepodcast.com. And this episode is brought to you by Bonsai. As I mentioned at the top of the show, Bonsai is one of my new favorite tools. I recommend it to everybody I can. It's um, it's really, it's been kind of uh, kept a secret a little bit, but it has been around for a long time, helping hundreds of thousands of freelancers do their invoicing, their bookkeeping, their project management, and they really do a fantastic job. And what I love too is um, they keep track of a bunch of data obviously they keep your personal data private but they they use the conglomeration of all the data of all the freelancers they work with to spot trends and to help you charge more charge what you're worth get paid faster and that kind of thing it's really they've got really some fantastic technology you should check them out at freelancelifepodcast.com slash bonsai that's b-o-n-s-a-i and uh, like I said, also at the top of the show, Andy and I get a small kickback when uh, when you decide to continue after your 14-day free trial. You get to try it completely free, 14 days, no credit card required. But uh, if you decide to keep using it after those two weeks, then Andy and I do get a little piece of that. And we thank you for, uh, for supporting the show. Uh, freelance, what is the show called? <laughs> My Freelance Life <laughs> is a production of Milo. You can learn more about us and listen to our other podcasts at M-I-L-L-O dot C-O. The show was edited by Danny Gilman at Echopod Media. Thanks, Danny. And this theme music for the show, I can't talk today. Maybe we need to podcast more often. But the theme music for this show <laughs> is a song by Joaquin Karud called Road Trip. Thanks again, Andy. Welcome back. It was nice to chat with you. We'll talk to you next time on episode 23 of My Freelance Life. See you later. All right, see ya.